Okay, so Ewan, do you say Ewan or just because you introduced me as to yourself as E? Yeah, I go by E. The first, the first, my well, I go by my full name, which is Ewane. Um, but for my friends, my, a lot of my friends call me E, and I like I like it as a as a, um, as a brand. Honestly, the um, my first name is like a family name, so a lot of people in my family have my first name as their last name. So that's another reason why I like E. You have had a ton of it. Uh, you've had some weird experiences. So like, tell me about this Mount Shasta stuff. So Mount Shasta is. The root. I was actually reading about it this morning. I didn't know. I didn't know that you were gonna bring that up. But this morning, I was looking up something about Mount Shasta being like the root chakra, whatever that means. But it has something to do with like ley lines and like where people have identified like certain energies. Um, I still think it's kind of Western based because like the idea that the root chakra would be in in Mount Shasta for everyone is kind of interesting to me. Like, I don't know how you would determine that. Yeah, I don't know how you would determine that. Because I, I hear that like that a lot. Like they'll say like, um, like Uluru is like the uh, sacral right. chakra or like there's like some place in Hawaii or then like, they're like, oh, like um, right. Avery is the heart chakra of the planet and, and right. Titicaca is another, I mean, they have all these like right. bullet points where you're kind of going like, okay right. okay <laughs> sure right right the only one that I, I i was cool with was you know and this is i guess how anything works a confirmation bias i saw like the pyramids in egypt were like the throat chakra i was just like oh yeah let me go find my voice over there that's a good excuse to go to egypt i haven't seen the pyramids yet but as you know there's a lot of people um are we allowed to talk about past life stuff here? I don't. I don't know what all. Yes, you're please do. do. Get as weird as you want. There's no off limits with 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 Nikki. I swear. Okay. All right. Perfect. Because Nikki was talking to me about Atlantis in Colombia, and <laughs> yeah. so these types of things, these type of energies, are interesting, right? I think you have, you might even mentioned something about Egypt whenever we had talked before. Well, I had just gone to Egypt. Like I That's I went okay. I went in e I went in October of of 2019 so um yeah like it's and, and, and Egypt was just like a complete for me I was just like if you ever believed the full story of like you know uh, a bunch of slaves built it like one brick at a like the bricks are as big as cars like the, the, <laughs> the whole you're kind of going like it would take like a thousand men to pull i mean like the thing was just insane like the colossal how colossal it was and i was just kind of going like wait a minute what is this place this is like right. crazy like they're hiding something from us or maybe they're not even hiding maybe they don't know but it, it's just like the stories you've been fed about egypt are pretty insane like if you when you go there in person and and the pyramids are just one thing there's there's all kinds of like uh sites there that you're kind of like, like why does this exist <laughs> mm -hmm. but right. e even like like when we went to uh manoa we went to colombia and that that i mean we were at some sort of crazy portal place there and right. i had never heard of that ever in the history of my life i've never even heard of anybody else who's ever heard of that so that makes me wonder um how much is out there that we don't really know 
You you know what one thing that's wild because we're gonna get back to the Shasta thing. I'm very I'm very you know on timing on what we're talking about. I just want to make sure that you understand. There is a little bit interesting like because one of the things Demetrius, a mutual friend of ours, told me or reminded me in this lifetime was that you know spell spelling is spells right? Like these yeah. are like these these Word things. Just, it's just sounds. So Manoa, right, right Manoa. And then the other, a few weeks ago, I was researching Atlantis and it's all about like Minoan, like civilization. Like the whole thing oh, yeah. was about like Manoa and then this whole thing about Atlantis. Like there's something there, even though the Minoan civilization in it for Atlantis is technically supposed to be in like the like Mediterranean Sea. But I mean, who knows? Like people are just positing things. Regardless, if, the, if, if in, let's believe that there was a civilization, because again, it's all, hearsay anyway so might as well believe it these people um were probably very you know dispersed anyway right so it's just mm -hmm. like i don't know this minoan like the word and like how it's transferred through time and somehow we end up in manoa um yeah it's, it seems like it's spelled differently but it sounds exactly the it same it sounds the same yeah yeah it's 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 interesting we'll see what that one leads to <laughs> yeah, we really will. It's, I mean, like, I was reading um, Plato like a couple of months. Well, like, I wanted, I was gonna, I was researching because I was gonna do a big episode on like everything that we know about Atlantis. Um, and it's, it's just what we physically know on paper, like from ancient recording, is, is it's mentioned in multiple times, but like one of the main. A record like the oldest recording we have is Plato wrote about it, and he he described it as like a, it's not like a city it wasn't an atlanta city it was it was like a continent it was like a people it was like a, a, a time that fell so i was like that makes more sense to me right yeah i was just reading some plato not too long ago too that around the same thing so maybe this 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 podcast was destined maybe it was supposed to be yeah <laughs> i don't know um I, I and then like you hear a lot about moo like the um like MU, which is supposed to be connected with like Hawaii, Mount Shasta, Easter Island, like some parts of maybe uh, New Zealand. Like it's it's a Pacific, some, something that like would have supposedly a continent that was, would have sunk in this Pacific. Um, and it was, I think it may be, they were the people that even predated Atl Atlanteans. I'm not even really sure, but I just know like, well, oh, okay. ooh, like, like, yeah. like, like Lumeria. Like Lumeria. Yeah, Lumerians. Uh, okay, okay. It was okay. the island or like the continent of Mu. Okay, There's a whole bunch it. of stuff about that. And I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I mean, like the Earth's crust is not fixed. It's never, I mean, I think we, we kind of get a little bit, uh, we get too comfortable with like the, that geology has always looked the way geology has, but it, it really hasn't. I mean, the reason the Rockies are like all yeah, it's because they're newer than the Appalachian Mountains, which are like yo, right? Right. Supposedly, right. I don't know. That's the other thing. Like right, right. Where's where, where's Eastern Easter Island? By the way, I just saw that it's earlier. By, it's off of um, it's like you have to go into Chile. You have to get to, the closest access to it is Chile. So it's in South America, but it's like an it's so it's a little island by itself off of uh, South America in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. And it's got all those giant like Easter Island heads and stuff, which look like um, 
you know, they, 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 at first when I was young, they only ever talked about the heads and then now they have full bodies. So that's kind of cool and interesting. And then they, when, when I was in college, the way they presented Easter Island, they said that they, the Dutch found it for the first time. Well, not, they didn't find it for the first time, but the Dutch found it like in the 1500s and there, it was a cannibal Island. Like there was only like five or 600 people left because they had, the story was that um, they had just like been so inbred and had no other food source. They just started eating each other. And so they were kind of like really, like really bad off when they found them. But they said that it had at one point been an island of thousands of people and that it's, it, it, it they used it as the example of a place that um, like killed its own environment. So they used all those trees to roll the big stones to the edges of the corners and stuff like that. So that um, they don't really know why they did any of that because the people that they found couldn't give them any information, but they basically took down every last tree on the island. So they had no more food source. And that's, that's the story. But like, now that I'm older and I'm kind of looking at stuff, I'm kind of going like, I don't e I don't even know that that's true. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, because then I also saw just the other day, like the, one of those big statues, they were, they were moving it with ropes where like it can walk on its feet. So they didn't have to roll it on it. Cause the way that it made it sound in like when I was in college, they, they said that like they would put like you know hundreds and hundreds of logs and they would roll roll the the big stones on that and i'm like i don't know about that that's i don't think that's true there's no proof of that that's just someone's theory right so many things that are that are you know theory well one thing that's not theory is whenever we experience something ourselves right so shasta shasta um I've had a couple of trips to Mount Shasta at this point. Uh, the first one, which was probably the the craziest time I've, uh, yeah. the, one of the craziest things that I've experienced was for a uh, a trip tour. It was it was kind of I guess around. It's similar to the trip to Colombia. It was like a shaman, and um, I guess he didn't really go by like you say he was a shaman, but he had like met he'd done stuff with like the Dalai Lama or whatever. It went by magic. Oh yeah, I told, told yeah, you that, about that. Yeah, that okay, magic okay, yeah, with, yeah, coming back around. Okay, <laughs> so uh, when I heard about it at first, I, I remember I was I was in LA for the I hadn't been there that long, and I was just like, man, this is kind of this is kind of kooky, right? Like I was just like, I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, the most I had done was like like meditation uh, retreat that they call it Vespasana or you like, it's just like a silent. Oh, that's the 10 day silent retreat. Yeah, silent retreat. How'd right? you like so, that? We got to come back to that. You got to tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely come back to it. So I, um, so I was like, okay, this one, you know, you could technically have your phone and stuff as opposed to the other one. So I was like, okay, but I knew that we were going to all these like sacred sites, whatever that means, right? Like, and so I was just like, okay, like, okay, like, here we go. And man, like, I mean, from the time that I got there, um, all the people that were there were kind of like Columbia. They were just like blessed people. Like, it's just like, I don't even know who you people are or how you ended up here, but you're, you know, you're different, clearly, right? Like, kind of like me, so you're different. Okay, like, let's see where this goes. And I think probably the first or second day we go to like this 
sacred waterfall and like people are like oddly the story that we got told we were there is that like you'll see like people like shape-shifting and stuff around the mountain and you'll just see interesting things i remember seeing a friend of mine who i went with and he like turns into like a panther or something by the waterfall like he starts like growling and he's like scratching his neck i'm like the heck is going on here <laughs> like i was like what is happening like this is not this is not real um didn't feel that way anyway so then uh no drugs either like no i was gonna no, say like, they were gonna ask like were you were you on something yeah. at <laughs> no i'm telling i'm telling you guys you can go to this place uh we're telling y'all in the southern way i don't like to say 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 um guys anymore uh it's a whole other story i love y'all i think y'all's yeah. awesome i think y'all's awesome too um and so no i'm telling y'all like it definitely you know no 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 anything else needed it just it's just an interesting place so that was like day one um by like day two and three like people are fine feeling called to just like jump in lakes and stuff and then come out the la lake like freaking cussing at dudes talking about you will never dominate me again and this one this one woman <laughs> like like I was just like holy man <laughs> I was like this is getting serious um somebody ended up um well it was kind of like uh there was also like this cord cutting thing you have you heard of cord cutting yeah right yeah, yeah, explain so it to... explain it to people who haven't heard about it so cord cutting essentially means that like within this li living space that we that we habitate, you know, people are all connected. So if you look at us all like in a web, then everyone has some kind of connection to to the next person. Now, some of those connections that could be stronger um, can also be of detriment to us as 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 a person. So in the world of spirituality and self-help and all this stuff it, you see this this calling that people start feeling for choosing what's in their best interest basically you know like the self-love principle so within that um sometimes people will go through processes where they call cutting cords where they have someone assist them or they in themselves visualize and experience cutting of those cords in the, you know, um, cosmos, atmosphere, all that, all that good stuff. So yeah, I had an episode with that. Um, so did you do that whole thing where you like physically swirl like in your sacral chakra and like pull it out until you don't feel like it needs to be pulled anymore, and then like like metaphorically cut it, or was there a different like I, I've seen that exercise. I've done that one before. Well, that's really cool. Um, that's really cool. I think I just like created like, like a sword and just started like cutting stuff. Like, like I was just freaking, <laughs> I was like, man, get off of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've also, I've also had like, um, like there's been some energy healers that will sort of like, um, like, like have you sit and visualize and then see where on your body, like there's like sort of like these um like energetic threads that are connected to you and like they say because sometimes they say you don't want to cut all the cords so you don't there's some people that you 
like your mother or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's some people you want to be, or maybe people don't want to be connected to their mother, but there are some cords that you don't want to be cut or something. But I was all just, I was, I was always just like, no, I want it all off. <laughs> just, just take it off. Um, right. Yeah. So I think, I, I do think that that is, that is really an interesting uh, exercise in theory. So when you go to Mount Shasta, is it like, a play okay see i actually haven't been i've been meaning to go for years and just haven't and um now with covid stuff it's been a little bit more difficult but i still want to go sometime when it gets a little warmer this year this year this is my shasta year anyway the thing is is like I, i'm confused is it like where's is it like you go to the actual peak of mount shasta or is it more just like there's all kinds of little nature stuff all around it or is it just like an area a national park or like what when you say mount shasta does it mean the actual mountain peak that is mount shasta or do, what does that mean so mount shasta when people are speaking about it are talking about the town of mount shasta so it does happen to have a mountainous area within it but there's also like shops and a um, bunch of woo-woo stuff like that. There's like waterfalls okay. and, uh, you know, sacred waterfalls. There's like sacred caves around places. I love caves. Yeah, like sacred lakes. Like there's like this like heart lake. It's like um, uh, shaped like a heart in a sense. And then there's like, what else is there? I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like all the things that you would you would expect. It's similar like a... A Sedona for people who have been there. Right. Um, I would just say that Mount Shasta definitely has like um, a very like it has like a vibe to it where people are going there specifically with the intention to connect in like a very deep way. Um, okay. Yeah. Because because I I have heard people talk about um, well like. Serata, the shaman that we went to Colombia with, like he went to Mount Shasta and saw like some giant Lumerians. And then I've heard people talk about Bigfoot. They've seen fairies. They've seen aliens. They've seen ships. They've seen like all kinds of magical things that like they 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 say like they've had. Um, I've listened to some people on YouTube who've talked about how there was like um what are you what the, the time delay thing where they got lost and they thought that they were gone for like 10 minutes and they were gone for like two days or something like there's right. some slippage of some they said that it's like a very thin veil basically right 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 yeah yeah that that was that was most definitely and has definitely been my experience has definitely been my experience i mean matter of fact there was a story that um, because of this slippage that we were talking about, that the person who led us magic in the um, on the retreat, he was telling a story about how he ended up in a cave once. And he was talking about he's going through the cave. And at some point, he was basically asked to like, make like this leap of faith and it was kind of happening in this whole spiritual realm and somehow he kind of just like ended up on the other side of the cave and so in in you know in hearing that um I, I don't know for some reason I felt very called to then because we were at we were at we were by caves when he was telling the story and then he was like okay you guys go about your merry way and so I end up going to like this cave and as I go like deeper and deeper in this cave, like it just seemed like everything was very much so like 
super like reverent like it was like every room i was in it was just like you know prayers you know and blessings to all those who have been in here and who have died and all that like it just seemed like it was that type of energy yeah. right like everywhere like each and so like as i was going deeper and deeper at some point i got to the point where i was just feeling this this calling to just keep going deeper because i i guess i just felt like the story that he had told was going to happen for me i was like i'm going to get to the end of this cave somehow or some way right <laughs> and then at some point that that it was made aware to me that that was not how things are going to turn out because matter of fact what ended up happening for me was that i had a so in the cave headlamp on i alone getting, alone yes i end up getting into yeah alone and no one knows where I'm at because I've gotten so far deep in the cave. At least that's my thought at the time, right? So <laughs> the um, the new room that I, I go into, I kind of like duck into it. And I remember just kind of get feeling like wherever I was at. And I was just like, okay, it was another one of those like reverent type of things. And then like, I opened my eyes and like my headlamp had went out. <laughs> <gasps> So I'm no. like, I'm like reaching like literally like this and it's just like all over the place. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I was just like, oh snap. Like, I was like, I have no idea. Like direction just went away. Like it, it was, it was, it was intense. And so for the next 10 hours or whatever it was, I was kind of just, for a couple, I was kind of, for a little bit I was fighting it and after a while I kind of just ended up being like you know what this isn't happening right like I was like let me just make my peace with this situation <laughs> wow because um yeah this is just this is what it is like there's only so much yelling you can do to realize that no one can hear you so like it was interesting and um so did you have your phone with you like were you able to use that flashlight or my phone yeah, like the flashlight on your phone or no nothing nothing no it was that... holy cow nothing yeah no it was... you were in a cave for 10 hours in complete darkness like wow. well see okay so backstory about getting what you asked for and maybe it all being i mean what is consciousness anyway but getting what you asked for, right? So like at the beginning of that year, I had wrote down because I was in LA, West LA, especially for those of you who know, it's like the woo-woo community central, man, or one of them. So like people are all like, oh, ego death and ego death and ego death and ego death. Right. So I was just like, oh man, that sounds like, you know, that's what I want, you know, I want ego death. And so I wrote it on like my little goals, right? Like <laughs> for, yeah. the, for the year that people were supposed to actually people, I was part of this like power of eight group, which for those that don't know, like people say there's like power and like groups of eight and so on and so forth. There's a book about it. So there's a guy I met who made like a little mastermind group for that for the year. And so like each day of the week, it ended up being seven of us, but for each day of the week, people like um, someone would post in the little WhatsApp group there um, or eventually the Slack their, um, their goals for the year. And then everyone would kind of like, you know, wish on them or pray on them or they, they, or they're saying that they would at some point throughout the day. So my day was Thursday and this day that this happened, happened to also be Thursday. 
So I'm sitting there, like I said, and I was like, at some point it did hit me that I was just like, interesting, ego death. Uh-huh. Okay, so I guess this is this is what that is. Well, I guess I don't really do anything in this life anyway, man. I was just like, well, you know, let's, let's well, you know. It's like, I guess if my parents never saw me again, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you know, it's like I lived a good life, you know, like was nice to people, you know, um, made my amends with all that type of stuff. And then at some point, yeah, I just kind of ended up going to sleep. And, um, and then, yeah, like at some point I hear like a voice in the distance and I'm just like, you know, what's going on? And to come to find out what it ended up happening was some one person, I, well, I guess two people, but one, one person specifically had seen me going at least into that cave. So they knew I was in that cave, but they also knew that no one could possibly ever get to me. But a professional rock climb, I mean, professional cave diver. So there happened, this guy, this shaman five years before had happened to have come around that same area and met some guy who was a professional cave diver. And the only reason he spoke to him because he had New York plates and he was living in New York. And he's like, what are you doing all the way out here? He's like, oh, he's, I'm out here for cave diving. He ends up feeling called to call him. And the dude happens to be like down the road eating like corn on the cob. And, he, and so he's just like, I think I know where he is. And he comes down there um, and you know, the rest was history. I ended up coming out and it was this whole, you know, situation of like cops and paramedics and all this type of stuff and all over the place. And I'm just like, look, man. <laughs> wow, E. Look, right. Like, I was like, I need some time to process the situation, but it it didn't really, it didn't, I didn't really get time to process it. It just kind of processed itself. I think it was exactly like 3.33 when we got in the car. Um, and then I got we get back to the retreat center and a lot of the people were still up and they were like holding vigils and all this kind of stuff. And by, by the time I knew it, the next day, it was like. It was it got real because in Shasta, people don't necessarily like it's it's not like you're say what's nice to for people to hear type of thing. It's like you're like a pure channel at that moment. So like you're just saying stuff that. I guess needs to be heard. So that day the shaman was just like, yeah, you know, we're not gonna do what we were doing today. Um, I think we should all just discuss what happened yesterday and like see people's feelings and so on and so forth. Come to find out when I was knocked out in the cosmos, man, people were like, a few people were just like, how could he be so stupid? Especially women, it was so powerful because it was like their, um, their love man manifested in like anger. They were just like, he's a freaking idiot. Like they're telling me this as we're going around the circle. Like, how the fuck could he do that? Like, no, like why? I'm sitting here like listening to all this. I'm like, holy, holy, <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot, this is a lot. So yeah, that's, that's, that's Shasta in a nutshell. I was only one person, but everyone that was there on that particular trip, um, had moments like that. Mine was just kind of like the coup de gras or whatever. Like it was like the end, right. like it was, it was at the last day anyway, or the second to last day. And so it was like the ending, like, you know, catharsis for, for everyone. But people had their moments throughout the week of just like stuff that they couldn't explain how it happened. Certain cards 
that they were pulling they kept pulling like the same thing because we're pulling these cards um just things that are just completely inexplainable um we even ended up staying in a house who the friend that i'm talking about he's a cancer i am like a cancer leo like i have a lot of cancer in my chart we end up staying in like a moon room that well i guess was some like boys um room with like in like these bunk beds and the morning of this situation that thursday he he brought out these animal totem cards he has me pull one and i pull the black panther which is talking about like going in darkness and like wow yeah it was it and was is this it, the friend that you saw become a black panther like when you guys like the first day is this the same friend that you like visualized him right. as a black panther? I didn't think about that. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. He love, he he's he's big on Panthers. But yeah, that's that's Shasta. And then the second trip to Shasta was a little bit shorter. Um, but it was definitely also powerful. Ended up meeting like a guy who like had been living in the mountains. And then he ended up coming to our house that we were staying in and doing like this interesting one of the women that we were with he started like having some type of thing with like where they were just like talking like they had seen each other in like past lifetimes or something like i don't know how it <laughs> how that happened i was just kind of sitting there just watching it like okay like this is this is interesting um saw people jumping off of like I mean I guess the waterfall thing isn't that nor isn't that not normal but what I what we what, what the waterfall I think represented the one that we went to in Shasta was that the people that were around there were very much so expecting like people to be like baptized in this water right like it right. was it was like that type of vibes like everyone that was around there and the vibes felt like it was like some type of biblical like moment and there were like people around like the edges and things were happening while we were there as well this this second trip as well so definitely shasta highly highly um well i guess i would say recommended but i mean i guess it just has to do if you're called to it i'm sure anyone that's called to watch this will probably be you know be called to it okay very cool yeah i'm i i had this um monk friend who uh like he claims like uh, I don't remember what his dude was that he followed or whatever but like he claims that he knew some some other monks who claim to be or that he has friends I would say that claim to be like 300 500 you know 400 years old and I was like what and he was like yeah no they're they they they're they're like 500 years old and I'm like oh okay like uh, human years like earth years like what are we talking about here and he's like yeah so they go into a cave of darkness completely absolute sheer darkness for um three weeks once every 50 years and it regenerates their their cells and i'm like what do you what do you mean he's like it resets their cells so that they don't they don't age forward they age backwards for about 25 years and then they go back and to like so you keep between like the ages of like uh, 50 and 20 five or something and so you so you don't ever go into the cave until you're 50 and then you revert back to like you're 25 and then you go back to 50 and then once you're there you go yeah and I was like huh well I didn't uh, like and, and apparently he says that like you have what you have to do is like um you 
have to stimulate the penile gland in such a way that it completely opens your third eye and your and it does something to your your whole body and like he's never tried it but he was like yeah I, I know at least three people who that's that's how they've been they've been doing that for you know hundreds of years and I'm like okay and then I think to myself I'm like could I go into a cave with absolute I'm like, well, what is there some sort of special meditation, some sort of special diet, some sort of special? And he goes, I think it's just the sheer blackness. You, ha you can't have anything. You can't have any light from anything, not even any kind of cave opening. He's like, I think you have to, it's just, you. I mean, you can still go to the bathroom. You can still do whatever. I think it's just the sheer darkness that, that, that uh, does something to yourselves. And I was like, huh, okay. So maybe when I'm 50, I got a three-week excursion coming up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we both do. So, so let me, so let me, okay. So, so, so much power is happening right now. I don't know where this is going to lead Nikki Anna Jones, but uh, <laughs> I will say this. I, I did have a time since Columbia where I ended up, um, a friend, a friend of mine shook and, it should, it should be his name. He ended up bringing like this um, special like hash rosin, like which is some type of like concentrate of cannabis to the house we were living in. We're like living at this house. This is with Demetrius also with like, I don't know how many people, but man, one hit of that thing in a bong and I was sure, I was sure that I never had to go to sleep again. Um, it lasted about two days and I went to sleep, but I'm just saying that like during that time period, I was contemplating such things and a right around then there's a guy named Ma uh, Grandmaster Mantak Chia and he basically is like the Bruce Lee of meditation in a sense to the West. So like, he basically brought like all the stuff from the Tao, which from people that don't know the Tao, the Tao is basically about like, um, living in flow with life or like the middle way or circle the you know um yin and yang the 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 the, 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 the flow in that way so he created like a system and so on and so forth and i brought it to the west he kind of is a, a lot of it what he's known for has to do with like multiple orgasms for women and men um when it, it really just has to do with like sacral energy like when health. the same sex uh, session like the what like like multiple orgasms within the same sex session within the, like... within the same session yeah okay exactly within the same session and like how to transmute energy um which is life force energy sexual energy as some people call it but life force energy into healing yourself so but one of the main things though is he has with, and they call it dark room technology. You're not the only person that does this, but there's there's these retreats where people go to what they call dark rooms and they say that, yeah, by like day three or some people stay longer, that um, after a while, something happens in the pineal gland and like you just, you know, well, get enlightened. Uh, like you're just all of a sudden- Yeah, like-, like, like, um, like I, I know, okay, I know that when we were in Colombia, uh, after after I, I left your group, we, we met another guy and he was like, um, I can't remember the name of the tribe, but they like have this like cocaine shell thing that they're always licking on. Um, 
<laughs> like like he sits there the entire time you're talking it's like a gourd and it's got like a stick in it and he's always licking at it like this the whole time you'll just be talking to him and it's uh basically he's crushing up like some sort of cocoa leaves and seashells which kind of makes it cocaine but anyway because apparently they can be here like talking to you right now and then like in the astral at the same time but so what that tribe what? does it yeah i can't remember the name of the tribe but i have the dude on my whatsapp i should talk to him except i have to always translate in spanish like on the spanish app and then send the noise but <laughs> i need to learn spanish I, I tried i went to mexico for two months to try to do it and it i got a couple of words but it's just it's very hard anyway so like they take their young like anybody who has like sort of a shamanic like they can sense that they're going to have some sort of shamanic abilities when they're older like for the first eight years of their life they keep the children in caves like they raise them in these caves because they have to learn how to see with this eye before they can see with these eyes so right the shaman and shasta said that exact story about some other type of tribe like that yeah, I can't remember the name of the tribe, but that's, if I remember it, I'll like put the thing here. But um, yeah, I, it's, uh, uh, and I was asking him about this. I was having like Brian translate for me and I was just going like, okay, wait, wait, wait. So when do you put it in? Like, how would you know that they're like, isn't that like child abuse? Like, how do you like, and like, or, and he was just like, he's just like, like looking at me like, this chick's crazy. And he's just going like, he's like, no, they go in when they're like three. And then, you know, they come in out when they're like eight and then they, they end up, you know, being able to become our shamans later on. We'll see, we'll see. One thing about that though, is one thing we experienced as well was the Temescal. For people that don't know what Temescal is, it's basically like a sweat lodge that, they, that, that people just like put together. And I remember we were in there and I remember at some point things kind of got wild in, um, or they got liberated, I guess at some point in, <laughs> <laughs> in Colombia. We'll leave that up to, people can leave that up to their imagination. But basically we're in this Temescal and I remember I was like sitting there and I'm just like, man, this is starting to get kind of, this is starting to get kind of tough, man. Like, I don't know, they just keep adding more water in this shit. And then I remember I looked to the right and this little like three-year-old is looking back at me, man. He's just like, look, bro, like I was born <laughs> into this. Like, this is nothing to me, bro. Like I do this. And I was just like, the heck? <laughs> right. Like he, he was looking at me like, dude, like I, you know, I, I, I don't even feel it anymore, man. And I was just like, these people are incredible. What <laughs> kind of stuff are we experiencing? <laughs> yeah, well, like, like I mean, um, I, I didn't do Judema or however you say it with you guys, but I did it like um, a couple days later with Brian at another place. And we were doing it with a, a 16 year old girl and her and her family. It was like a family thing. It was like, oh yeah, well we want her to experience uh, the other world with us like in a safe way. So we're, we're, we're bringing our, our, our you know, our teenager to, to do some psychedelics. It, it, right. it's, it's, it's a completely different culture, but they're way, way more grounded with it than we are. Right. And how about this dude um Hanuman who before I knew anything about like this last year I learned a lot this sort of said we're on some trippy type of mission uh <laughs> Mickey Anna Jones because in this last maybe few months 
you know, time is a somewhat illusion, right? But recently I found out more about this Hanuman character in like Hinduism, which also is interesting, right? Because we were in Colombia with possibly the only Hindu Colombians that exist, right? Like, they, were, like they were Hindu Venezuelans, like refugees. <laughs> like they right. were, yeah. It was just like, what is even going on here, right? And so <laughs> that we there was a guy named Hanuman who like, Apparently, like pictures of Egypt all the time. He was always drawing like hieroglyphs. Did you show right. his notebook? It was full of hieroglyphs. Yeah. It was crazy. Just full of all kinds of stuff. And he had walked like however many miles and days to get there. But like it was like some kind of story. Like no one told him that people were meeting up. He just felt called. Like it was like, what are you even talking about? Like where did you come from? So I was right. in the middle of my trip in Judima. Like in in the middle of tripping in the middle of the night like at 1 a.m or something and like i just go to throw up and i'm like and i'm like looking up the road and like there's like these three people walking and i'm like oh shit i'm seeing people that's interesting and it's hanuman and it's he's really there he like showed up he like walked there i don't know how he got there or how it happened but he came and like met us like in the middle and i was like what like he was magical they were there was lots of magical people yeah he's a magic exact there's a lot of magical people magical things one thing that was magical as well being that this was a trip to atlantis was that it was this in in its own way it hit me one day that it was like its own like technological like advancement because like they're just like living off of the land right like it's like organic everything there's freaking plants all over the place they got you know, everything from cannabis to psychedelics, which is probably another psychedelic, but all this type of stuff just all over the land. Like I remember walking up the mountain and uh, um, um, the, the guys who played the music, he was like, oh yes, this right here, Yopo tree. I was like, what is a Yopo tree? And to him, it just like, he was like, it brings visions. That was all, this, that was as simple as they knew this stuff that just grows around this place yeah. free. Like, it's just, oh, it just brings visions. It's not like you get here and people are like, oh, is it schedule five or is it schedule, you know, whatever. No, yeah, I mean- We need to do some more research before we, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like further almost to the Amazon with, with like when we left you guys and, and, and it was like, we were at this little, these people's house and they, they were completely off the grid, you know? And it was just like the 15 year old or 16 year old girls like, oh, that plant helps Alzheimer's memory. Yeah. Yeah. So you give that to old people so they don't have Alzheimer's and you're like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, you just boil it and it turns to a tea and it brings back memory. Okay. On we're walking. La la la. And you're like, wait, I need to take some of this plant. Like, you know, like, what do you mean? Like, like I need to take this for my mom or something. I need, like, I need, like, what are we doing here? And it's just like, what, are the, what is the name of this plant? I don't know. It's the memory plant. Like it's, it's just like, well, I mean, and yeah. I don't even, I don't even doubt that it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, how, how could it be? I mean, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about um, plants and what our perception is of us not being plants, right? Like the idea of it is that like the only reason that you resonate with the plant is because we are plants in it in our own way right like so it's just like it's all resonance like so for people in in a certain way there's a, there's a movie called the hook it was like an old uh robert williams movie about peter pan oh yeah yeah and in the movie like in never neverland like you could imagine stuff and it was there right they're just like just believe peter 
and yeah, you'll see it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. It's kind of like that. Like it was kind of like that. Like most of everything that I experienced while I was out there, and it sounds like you experienced even more so, was like, you know, you just like see like a horse unicorn, unicorn. in the middle of the night. Yep. And the rest of the time, I'm just like, I haven't, like, there's this, there's no way that that was like a physical, like, horse, like, there, like, there, there's no way it could have happened that way. Yeah. Um, but everyone saw and experienced it together. So those are, those are the type of things. And maybe, you know, that last meeting, I still think, you know, in, in regards to our relationship, which I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful has, has continued is, what Sarata said um, in in their culture, in in uh, what that one of the coolest things was that everyone is equal. So like everyone is a leader. So like, you know, in the Western world, it's like oh, Sarata is like a shaman or whatever. Like to them, it's just he's just another person. He's just another person. He right. he'll, he he he's respected because of you know the things that he's done and and nothing else. So um, so because of probably a lot of these plants and things of this nature, he was still very sharp. And so as some, so we have this last little seance, little circle thing. I don't know if seance is the word. We have this last little circle. And I remember he was like spiritual tourism. And I remember thinking like, as soon as he said, I was like, first and foremost, since when do you understand words like that? You haven't spoke two, three words since we've been here. And all of a sudden spiritual tourism comes out your ass. Like, what was that, what was that about? And I just remember just being like, that is kind of interesting, right? Like the idea of it, and I'm seeing more and more of it pop up this year, especially with all the shifts that are happening. But like, it's a real thing. Like people going either, you know, from their homes, I guess in a sense now with virtual everything, but but physically, you know, um, in, 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 in a sense as well to these different places that are known to have and bring, can you hear me? Yeah, your 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 video went off, but it could, yeah. Okay, uh, they're known to bring people these mystical experiences. Uh, yeah. yeah, these mystical things, and it, and it just goes from it just goes from there. So, well, I, I mean, like, probably- it's so weird because like I'm just gonna start like like I like with the Nikki Anna Jones thing. I I actually my big goal is like I want to lead some tours. Like, um, like I'm really good at calling in UFOs. Like that's my kind of like my specialty. Like I'm good at, I'm good at, I'm good. I'm like an alien girl, right? Like I, uh, I always see like UFOs and stuff like that. So I'm going to go to, I want to do a New Mexico one and take people to like Roswell and like, like uh, Chaco Canyon and some of like, like these sand dunes and caves and things like that. And then also like at night, try to call in UFOs and stuff. Like I, w- I want to do a tour like that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try to build one out for the fall. Um, but yeah, I guess it is kind of like, like the spiritual tourism stuff. It's, it, there's a market there, man. Cause I'm always looking for stuff like that to go to myself. Right. Right. I, I definitely feel as though this, with this shift, it might turn into like, um, well, I mean in the technical world, but obviously we kind of speak on a different level, but like on a technical <laughs> world, I guess people call it VR. But like that world of this shifting into this new paradigm, what I'm what I'm figuring is going to happen, at least with where I'm feeling called to go, is that the compassionate thing to do would be to relay the exact um, replica of what's happening on the earth now into this world, and then allow people to build from there. It's just from from that perspective, it offers way more creativity. But someone could experience being in Manoa from 
you know, where I'm sitting right now and feel it all and, and, and so on and so forth as that technology advances and mm. things of that nature. So I think yeah. that's obviously- I've seen there's thing. that virtual reality thing where it's like, um, like there's like a virtual reality painter where like you can literally like paint things like in, like you can make 3D paint. Have you seen those? Um, I have not, but it sounds, it sounds, it's, I it mean, sounds it sounds like that's where everything, like humans, humans, yeah, humans do not go, you know, at, at our understanding of what we're doing going through time is not, it never goes backwards, regardless of however we perceive how this thing should work. Maybe people, maybe it's a circle. People have different views on what the dimensionality is, but it doesn't go backwards. So with that being said, people in this whole, oh, you know, I can't wait to go back traveling. I'm like, I don't know that it's going to change that much, right? Like, because we don't really tend to do stuff like that. Like, we, like it's like, it's a, you have to think, it's a mass amount of matter and energy, right? So like people are right now very, very much so learning how to be at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> like by hook or crook, like they're sitting at home and it's like, well, I mean, I guess I can order it online. And you know, I guess, I guess I can, I mean, I just, I like going to the store, but I mean, if it's going to be here tomorrow, I mean, I guess, I guess I can, I guess I can do it. Right. Uh, like, but I don't want to be all like, that's like ready, ready player one. That's like, have you ever read that book or say, like, it's, it's like he basically everybody lives in the, like the VR world. And like, you just basically have to keep your body alive. Other than that, you, you live here. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting though. Cause it's like, I feel like when you're incarnated in this body, you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta go check it out, man. You gotta go see the world. There's just no substitute. That's like, it's like masturbating versus having sex, you know? There's just no substitute for the real thing. Well, okay, okay, okay. See, I would say that that's the case if, if and only if, you only consider that the VR thing will be like Ready Player One. But if it wasn't like Ready Player One and it was more like stepping through, like, like you've seen Rick and Morty, no, but that's like, you're the, like the second person today who's told me I need to watch Rick and Morty. I need to watch Rick and Morty. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll watch Rick and Morty. Well, I guess it's channel. I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. But in Rick and Morty, it's just like one of these shows that like, I mean, Power Rangers, people do it in a lot of different stuff, but where you can kind of like step through. Okay, so if you imagine like if Power Rangers, any of these things, someone's stepping through a portal and just now being in like a whole new world. That's more how I envision where things are going. Like, again, especially if people are, now realizing that they can be you know immortal right like stuff like these caves i mean you just told me i have i have a pretty influential mouth like i probably will be telling that story for 90 years right like <laughs> you know there's these caves you can find them right like <laughs> well yeah i mean i was even thinking like at one point i was thinking like wow i could how could i make something that's like pitch dark because like the, the problem with the cave for me is like hygiene <laughs> Really, you know, I think it boils down to like hygiene. Like I just would like a toilet kind of like that kind of thing. And maybe like, right, so, right, maybe right. the ability to bathe once or twice during those three weeks would be nice, you know? It, uh, and like, like, and then I was thinking, well, does it have to be torturous too? Like, can I not eat? Like, can I not like, or like, what am I talking about here for three weeks? Okay, so, so the dark room technology that Mantech Chia built, he has, he built like this whole, well, I think they're building, it was like conceptual when we went there. He had one, but then they were building like a new one where 
it, you're in this dark room, but like they can feed you through like this, like like a system. double, yeah. Yeah, like where it comes in and so it doesn't change the darkness. So that's what I'm saying. So people are like, it's happening, Nikki. Like, especially like you already know me. I don't, I'm the type of person that now that I know that there's no way it's not happening. Like <laughs> I have to at some point do these things so I can tell the story. <laughs> yes. Like, cause that's just too amazing. What do you mean you go stay in a cave and you come out? I was telling somebody about this and, and hopefully, you know, this doesn't get too, but it's the Indiana Jones stuff, so I'm not really worried. I mean, or Nikki and Jones stuff, so I'm not too worried. But you've heard about all this stuff about um, like child, like using like children's like energy and stuff for like the Illuminati and things. Oh, like the adrenochrome, adrenal chrome, or something. Adrenochrome, exactly. Right. So like yesterday, I'm not putting any names out there, but I'm gonna put a name out there. I saw Tom Brady. Right. I'm not saying that that's like anything he's involved in. But like, when I tell you, I thought he was like 28. Like I was like, what happened to your face? Like you look younger than I remember you looking five years ago. Like, I don't know what kind of stuff you're involved in. So right. that type of thing I see as being more normal place, especially. Okay, so Tom Brady looks like he's 20. How old, how old is Tom Brady supposedly like 40? 43, I think, yeah. 43. So, I mean, it's not impossible. Plus, I mean, if you have access to some of the things that uh, are known as the cusp of, of, of health, which is um, something that I guess I'm being led as a mission and vision of is like all these uh, basically Amazon quickness of service and vast, you know, um, selection and things of that nature for the world of alternative health and medicine, you know, in a very like holistic way, all this AI and stuff like that, to just be like, hey, this is what you need right now, you know, Nikki Anna. Um, okay, but here's, like, oh, here's this, it also tastes this. Good. This is the thing. So like, like first of all, I don't want like they have the apparently to get adrenal clone. Like the thing is like they have to like kill a kid and have it's like like Monsters Inc. kind of thing. They take some like stuff out of their brain. I don't know what's going on with that so like that's that, that's that's why like they they say there's all this human trafficking and stuff like that's when you get way down in conspiracy theory land but either way there's some shady shit with all that but i will say like i had this crazy ass dream on the 14th of december and then i didn't quite understand it so then the dream people like they were the light these like light balls came to me and talked to me again on the 15th so they were basically saying that we're at a timeline shift and there's a timeline war happening right now. And so like how they explained it to me in my dream was that it starts with this vaccine, right? So like, they're saying that it's like, it's like, there's like nanotech, like they're eventually people start going down this line where like they become so artificial that in the, in the future, they they, you know, they become infertile and then they start doing CRISPR shit and they start messing with their cells and they're always trying to perfect their, their being and like live longer, longer, longer. And they end up being the gray aliens and they end up being like the reptilians. They end up being like those aliens, like, like this, those, these kinds of, these kinds of aliens. And then, um, like that's, so that's about like 80% of the population goes down that road. And then the other 20% ends up going down like kind of like a more, um, like a more uh, shamanic type, like indigenous kind of uh, way. And they end up being more like where they kind of like transcend their body and become like light beings. And I'm not talking like this comes in next generation or the next generation. I'm talking like thousands and thousands of years on the other side. And 
the problem is that like we don't even realize like they were telling me like we don't even realize like right now how amazingly as human beings we are connected to the source of the creator so like meaning that i can close my eyes and i can i can tell i can visualize what sarata looked like i can close my eyes and i can visualize that unicorn i can close my like you, like we have this like um inner technology that we take for granted which is it's not just memory but we also have the ability to imagine we have the ability to like um dream like we have all those, these things that eventually they lose the connection to because they end up becoming like almost more cyborg almost more artificial than than biological in some sense and there's not good or bad there's no really such thing as that it's just that it is what it is and so like they're coming back in the timeline right now and that's why we're having like a big like a lot of people are seeing things and getting messed with getting abducted getting all this stuff because like they're trying to figure out how to they still have advanced brains they have they can speak to each other telepathy but they almost became more of like a hive mind like bees or something versus like individual humans and so like they were ha having this sort of like trying to figure out like how they can still be themselves, but have some sort of, uh, of this like creator. Um, cause we, cause we are creators. I think that's the thing that they don't have that they want. Like, like we still have the ability to visualize something and then get it done, which eventually they breed out of themselves. So it was a very weird, weird dream. But anyway, it did make me kind of feel like, I don't know, like I was really going into the technocratic, like um, transhumanist, like movement at one point, like I was really all into Elon Musk and all this stuff. I even have a cyber truck I ordered. But then I started looking at it. And I was like, no, nah, man, like that's like, well, I guess I think I think what what changed my mind about all that is like after doing enough psychedelics and having ego deaths, then I realized that like this isn't it like there is something else after this like there's like your consciousness belongs to like this big energy source it's not only in this manifestation so like i don't know i i, I i'm not gonna fight to be alive forever even though i would like to live to 500 years that would be really nice but i don't want to like fight to be like forever in this because i don't think this is everything i don't know if that makes sense no, oh, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Whoo, man. Yeah. Wow. That was <laughs> a long rant, but yeah, sorry. It was really powerful. Oh, no, I'm over here kind of shaking a little bit because it's pretty much my whole life you're talking about. So I'm going to about like what that means. No, because I, I, I see there being, you know, I see first and foremost, I feel like you have very powerful like dreams and purpose in you know this body that you're in, you know kind of inhabiting um yeah you didn't you say you like you destroyed the world or something at some point so anyway um yeah i've been told that I've, I've been told that like i was like one of the people who um created the nuclear weapons that destroyed Atlantis. Like that's like what I've been told by a couple of people, but I was like, sure. I don't think I did that. Like, that's not true. But then like, maybe it's true. I don't know. But I, yeah. I and I think right. like the other thing is that I actually have a past life memory of being this um, particular like alien being, or maybe it's not past life. Maybe it's future life. Maybe it's like, I don't know. But I'll just say something has shared my um, essence that's in this capsule 
with this like alien type thing that was um first I think I may have been a librarian for the Akashic Records like that's what I think like like my job was in that manifestation but I do know and I do remember that we didn't have children organically we grew them in tubes and like and they weren't of two people they were of multiple people they are multiple like you 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 got like a portion of your dna put into this thing like like you could volunteer to put some of your dna to make like a new being or whatever but and it wasn't like a mother father kind of relationship you were kind of village raised a child like sort of a thing so I have actually a memory and like a feeling of how that society worked. Well, and, and so I almost feel like I've been down that route and I don't want to go down that route. I want like, I like, I want to go down the eventually being able to be more in our astral body than in, than in physicality. Cause even, even that's, even that's, um, beautiful too because it's like you think like oh well is that just like you're like a ghost and you're dead forever you're like no 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 like when you're dead forever when you're actually like I had like the craziest ego death ever on my first time with like nine grams of mushrooms which I, yeah but anyway so I didn't know what I was doing at the time and I just was like Aah! um and so like I went back to where like I had no identity as a human no identity as a girl no identity as anything like this and like, I, I was electricity. <laughs> like I was this, I, I, I was in this, this uh, form and it was like the best thing in the world and the worst thing in the world. But it, it was, it, 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 uh, it basically, this is a gift. Like being alive right now, being able to focus on you, being able to focus on what you say, being able to just take a deep breath in and out and just feel your fingers. Like, this is such a gift that we're even, like, this is a, a break from the chaotic, like, fractaling energy thing of everything, every, every, uh, at all times, everything at once. Like, like that, that gets exhausting. Like, this is so, like, wonderful. So, I don't know. I think we have to learn to realize that we're, we really are all, like, an aspect of that energy trying to experience itself and trying to learn itself. And yeah like it's you'll have other life you'll have other experiences besides this and you've had other experiences besides this you'll remember them sometime if you want to everybody will but once you once you get to that like place i feel like you don't want to be further down the mechanical realm you want to be in the 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 or maybe you don't want to be everybody everybody has different stages of where they want to do and what they want to experience right no two snowflakes are alike but I feel like for me, like I want to be able to transcend into living in the astral, which I have pretty good control of the astral when I sleep. But like when, when you live in there, you can just fly, you can do this, you could do, I mean, it's, it's a, it's instant manifestation for real instant manifestation, not technology. It, it's like a different kind of, it's a different plane than we live on but we can get there and we still have connection to it, which is like why we sleep. It's like why we even have dreamland, which is a third of our life that everybody goes like, mm, yes, you're processing. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh, no, I hear you. I hear you. No, I mean, this is, I mean, this is, this is, this is the Nikki Anna show. Like, I mean, <laughs> like if you don't have rants, like this is, this is, this is part of it. This is part of it. I love your rants. I think that I I'm, 
it's so perfect that we're doing this because it's like two energies in the cosmos that are very much so like I think seeking something very similar. And I think maybe in a certain way, I feel like we're describing something that whatever happens is inevitable regardless. So yeah. it's like, what does it really even matter? Like I, I've been I've been back and forth about choice for a few years now. Like the people that I'll hear that you do have choice from, I don't know that I trust. And the people that I feel act like we don't have choice seem as though they have a they're like at a different pinnacle of consciousness so so there's something there's something there like there's something like because like our perception of choice like you said is 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 very interesting if you actually consider that everything that we're doing is completely magical like that like 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 how do i hear and understand you like how can i vision serata right now as well as soon as you said that i was like yeah i guess you can just like pop an image into our <laughs> yeah. like like what are we popping an image into Right, like it's just like a vat of like some inner outer eye system, ears, you know, feel sensations thing. Yeah, right? it's, so, a, it's a machine. Like this is a, a mechanism in which consciousness experiences itself. Like this is a kind of machinery. Right, right, all of it. Yeah, so, so in a sense, um, yeah, in a sense, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to continuing to build in the direction of people being able to tap into that that astral realm i do feel that there was something i was reading not too long ago in this book called the uh, the gene keys which is similar to human design for people that know about that it's like the next iteration of it in a sense and that was one of the things that they were speaking about was that this new sh paradigm shift would be one um, more into the astral realm as well as in the world that I live in a business like they uh, there's some futurists which are now it's all present um, that talk about it being the the century of biology so that's what I said so it's a it's a very, very interesting time period for those things as people begin to understand how to master quote unquote this 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 system I don't see I don't see there being and that's why that's what I'm getting at is that I don't see there being too much on an individual level that anyone is ever doing to affect the um, the overall the overall system. I see it as being more kind of what you said, like this this um, this magical kind of experience. Where people just come here and experience. They might have they might have been chosen or chose beforehand to kind of come because because people's people's general. Um, pushback on that from what I've seen from you know religious or theological studies is that people are like oh well you know like what about babies and you know and like and, you know people who like die at like three or, or seven you know like, did they deserve that you know people start getting all this type of right. stuff and um and I think that 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 misinterprets like the stage of of life and energy and love and the things that 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 permeate uh, based off of again, this is words or semantics, but I'm just saying that like the idea that because you have a different way of looking at the world as someone else, that they're automatically considered a um, a villain, I guess in a sense, based off of their their current time period that they're living in. Um, that same person, based off of history books, 
which is also another interesting, you know, interesting thing. Um, could have just could just as easily have been a hero in another time with different morality. So um, based off of what we're taught. So that's that's why I'm saying that, you know, in a certain sense, the experiences that can't be explained in a certain sense actually explain how out of you know out of our control a lot of this is like meeting you in 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 atlantis that the, the, the whole trip to be all the way honest started and without us even being in this land which is why i'm saying that in a certain sense it's all connected is that i was speaking with some friends of mine who, was, who were living at the house um who were, we're all living at a house together uh, about atlantis and then maybe at the day after is whenever um dragon love who was a one of the people that invited you know a lot of the americans on this trip um sent me a message that just said something about do you want to go on a trip to atlantis and i was just like first and foremost like what does that even mean because when we were talking about it yesterday we were basically talking about it in concept right like he was this guy was like oh yeah i watched this youtube video and He's like one of these guys that likes to like research stuff. He's like, watch this YouTube video, man. He's like, you guys should see this thing in Atlantis and so on and so forth. I'm just like, okay, you know, whatever. And then the next day I get a message about a trip to Atlantis in the middle of nowhere, Colombia. I was just like, okay, there's, there's something like, I don't know how to explain how that just happened. Um, so let's go. And then actually getting there physically turned into a series of unexplainable events, right? Like things that just happened and one thing led to another. And then ever since then, so we're in January now, this was March or so of last year. Since then, there have been so many examples of things that I learned or whatever from the things that happened to us in um, this Atlantis trip that have happened, right? Like, so it's like, how, you know, that all started from a random, seemingly random text message, which used technology. That's what I'm saying. I think that yeah. there's, 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 there's a, there's a realm that exists, and I feel like it's in that astral realm that actually, like technology, and like I don't know that there's actually a separation. I think what the technology yeah, that we're describing, whenever we're talking about the bad parts of anything, is just the bad parts of anything. Like it's like it's like it's the underlying energy, electricity, intention of um, destroying maybe a system so that, you know, hundreds of thousands of years from now, now that system is gone from the DNA pool or the pool or whatever. Um, so it's still a necessary thing. I think that like the actual manifestation, no matter what it is of technology, as we call it, is still just kind of part of us. It's, it's hints of how like, sometimes you'll think of someone like I've thought of you many times and you like message me in this last year or like or 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 um someone else will and it's like you're just like wait how did they text me just now like I was just thinking about like, like it was like that's like, where I mean and that that's where I feel like our consciousness is starting to to shift in a way that like it I, I mean like the the I yeah I mean the amount of like I've had a 30 minute deja vu last year I was like going like this, it was uncomfortable to be in. Cause like, I knew exactly what was going to happen for 30 minutes. And it was just like, when is this going to end? You know, deja vu are usually like a moment, not like Wait, really. Yeah. 
what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. Like, that's why I was like, what is wrong with, like, this is like, like, are we in some sort of feedback loop? Like, like really when you start getting into all this, it's like the time thing is weird. And like, yeah, to go back to all that, like, you know, I recently learned that, um, you know how they always say like, oh, for seven generations, you know, like you want to protect for the seven generations or whatever. And I, and I always just took that for like, whatever. But then like, I, I watched some YouTube video about like this, these, these professors at Harvard were doing this, like they were studying your DNA and like how it goes back. And they were saying that like, okay, up to seven generations, like, like you have a hundred, like seven grandpas ago or seven grandmas ago, you a hundred percent have at least a percentage of their, something of their DNA in you. But once it gets to like 10 generations, you have like maybe a 50% chance of having some of their DNA in you. Once it gets to like, like, like maybe a hundred generations back, you have like a 1% chance of having their DNA in you. Like, like I always just thought like, oh, I am a conglomeration of everything that's come before me, but no, not necessarily. It's like your, your vessel can only hold this much. And so as time goes on, it's gonna, it's only gonna have so much. And, and so, so I think that's like, in a way you could see how there's things like Denisovans or like Neanderthal or like the, these things that like, it's not even like they died out. Like we killed them with machetes. I mean, it could literally just be like the genes didn't, didn't copy themselves up to this point. Like we evolve, like we're evolved. We are an evolving machine into something different at all times. And like, I didn't really understand that that's how all this stuff worked but it, it does make me kind of realize that like you know like I, I was born with that only one wisdom tooth like my brother doesn't have any wisdom teeth like they're like we're as 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 um uh we're changing like we're evolving into something else we won't always be what we classified six thousand years ago as homo sapiens sapiens and like the, the, um, and, and not only that, but I also do uh, on the more like spiritual realm or whatever, I do sort of feel like we've all been everything all before. Like we, I do feel like we're, we are electricity manifested, manifested. We're electric guests here. And I feel like sometimes you just wanted to come to like hunt alligators like you just like you just wanted to sit on your porch and do jack shit and like have a nine to five. Right. You, you came for a, a, a holiday. You're like, I don't want to do any of that. Any, and like maybe last time you were Hitler or last time you were Jesus or whatever your thing was. But like so so, so this time you're like, fuck it, man. I want to be a hillbilly. And then like maybe like 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 the thing is, we're all living out all this all the time. And so it's like actually really cool that we're all so different and that we all have weird varying opinions because it's just a stage man it's just some sort of play but anyway i feel that i feel that deeply i feel that deeply yes um alan watts has that quote he says that once about you know if, if if you know even imagine you know each of our depth of infinite intelligence and this 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 thing it's just like okay if you just had if this infinite power of manifesting and this you know like you said the eyes um basically see see through us so it's like okay well 
I would definitely create like a play, right? Like something that was, you know, like dra dramatic and, you know, I mean, that's what we, that's, it's, it's interesting because it's also, it's almost as though if there was other realms um, or other, other universes that have their own like God structure, just, right? Yeah. There could be very much so have a different personality. But it's very obvious to me that during this current iteration, that human beings are drawn towards entertainment and drama, right? Like there's not a human being that does not like to smile and laugh and whatever. Like you might not always be doing it, but the point is everyone has done it at some point. So meaning that the God sense in all of us is drawn to humor and playfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like, okay, so that kind of would make sense that most of this is just kind of, you know, you have your 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 antagonists that come into the story, you know, it's like, oh, it's Hitler, or it's Trump, or it's just everybody's right. like, oh, you know, like we don't like you or we love you or whatever. And it's just this whole energy just all over the place. And so I, you know, in a certain sense, the processing I've 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 been feeling recently that we feel as though we're doing um I'm like, I mean, I don't know that I'm doing it. I just feel called to do things at any particular moment. Like the other day we were talking, you're like, oh, podcast. It's like, oh, I happen to be in a time of my life right now where I was actually looking to be on things like podcasts and speaking more and doing whatever else. Like, it just seemed like that's what's supposed to be happening on top of the fact that today was a type of day where I didn't have things that would have been around this time. So like, it's just like, so there's like, so boom, many- bada bing. yeah. Yeah, there's just so many things, even though in, in the physical form, like you've brought, well, let me say this, in the, in the spiritual form, you brought smiles and, and, and love to my heart and all kinds of stuff over the last 12 months. But in physical, like I've only actually seen you like twice. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, how, how, how is that? Like, how do you explain the randomness of intuition and consciousness and just feeling and hearing somebody's name or feel, feeling something about them or seeing something that reminds you of them. And then you now have this device that's just like, which is kind of like psychic powers to just be like, hey, Nikki, hey, what's up? What, what are you up? up to? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So. Well, okay. So what, but before we like, um, like close all this out, like what is Society IO? Okay, so Society IO is. It's, 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 in a simple sense, it's a new way of living, right? In a simple sense, it's a new way of living. It's redesigning, having people be on the, on the, you know, with this phone in their hand, basically like a wand, redesigning the way that they live their life and being able to do so in an easy and simple way using creativity because what's looking like is happening and most people can't deny that robot slash AI, these are just terms that we have, but it just looks like the human life is getting easier to live, right? That's, that's really the, the, the positive way to look at it because a hundred years ago, or like you talked about with what people imagined during like slave times of, of, of pyramids, even though obviously it's debatable if those actual pyramids could have happened that way. But times like that, yeah, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people just doing labor for like one person telling them to do something and everyone. So I don't think anyone wants to go back to that, but obviously change 
is um is scary right like it's it's kind of part of human existence like when something has to change or i have to go to a new school like oh, i have to make new friends and you know like like i said about people being at home right now and a lot of sense like it's there's great advantages and especially in bigger cities because these same people that are complaining about being at home are the same people complaining about traffic so it's like people are going to be complaining about one thing or another right like it's like you don't even have to go in traffic anymore yeah but and just so happens right at this time in history when you're getting stuck at home, there exist companies, which again, is just a name. Like the point is you can click a button on your phone and something shows up at your house and we're still complaining, right? Like, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I look at Society as being the way to playfully create that transition into this new way of living. Um, what we're starting with is, is, is health in a holistic, in a holistic form, it has to do with um, basically being able to use your phone to like, you know, know that you're reading, you're, you're um, vibrating or you're, you're, you're showing that you have this particular kind of energy right now, and then presenting immediately recommendations on how to better that energy, you don't have to choose to do so. But you know, these are like the present options, products and services that people can choose to help that um, and and really that simple. And then we just have a lot of fun, spiritual touristic, touristic um, parties, events and things of this nature we want people to be able to do from their home because that was uh, that was kind of my, my background was a lot of it was, it was entertainment and like parties and concerts and community, big, huge community service events. So I see the power that that has to be able to get people in a higher energetic state, kind of like when we were in Colombia and like the dancing. That's why yeah, in yeah. a certain sense, I think I completely lost myself. I don't know what the heck happened at some point. Like, um, yeah, I just, I think by the time that, um, by the time we had gotten to the end, um, I was probably experiencing similar to what you were experiencing in, you said you were going close to, the Amazon, you said? Yeah. 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 So I, it's, it's almost as though similar things were happening at the same time. Because as you were talking about that, I was experiencing something very similar with Hanuman, I guess, before he get, went on a walk to wherever you ended up at, where he would just kind of be coming up to me and he would be saying something. He'd be like, hey, man, hey, you want, uh, he just had like stuff on him. Like it was like, like little, like little, um, like like uh like the little uh, ambil and like some of these little that like, he was just like walking around packing. I was like, who is this guy? Who is this kid? Like, so it just seems like those type of things can be recreated in a very um, thoughtful way. But I don't see it as being something where people have to do too much. Um, so too is much. it gonna? Is it is it like if people sign up to be? Is it kind of like a platform? Like almost like its own right right like you you people would people would basically be the the tellers of of their own story but other people within their communities and tribes and and groups that they make within the platform would help them create those stories it's just like you know the 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 idea of you know stepping into a whole new world kind of like aladdin right but like so with the, if with, i if i went to society io could i like sign up now or how, is it is it ready for that stage or are you developing that so, out so right now what we did was we we were originally like so we we're originally doing more stuff i was doing 
stuff like traditional medicine and noticing like the issues there with like big pharma and like you know medicare medicaid is just it's just real complicated because of government right like or governance is what we call it in the tech world so like now that there's these quote unquote new technologies but you know there's a new understanding of how we can operate as humans which is what one where we have peer-to-peer trust or like word is bond or people say it in different ways in old cultures but basically this technology called the blockchain allows people to be able to be in a trusted environment so so we, we we're kind of taking the mentality of traditional health and traditional entertainment into like the virtual realm so like digitized health and digitized um, entertainment and kind of mixing those together in a way to where it's like super amazing and entertaining to feel and be a part of and immersive, but also, you know, very much so holistically healthy, just almost just as, as a baseline even, like not even something to wear. So at this current stage, we have, we're developing a phone app that can be able to tap into Apple Health, Google Health, so that those basic biomarkers can be there and then we're developing events right now like we have a few events over the next few weeks where to get like people um get people going so that is is similarly similar right now to um early stages of like amazon we have like the e-commerce stuff so like stuff that has to do with like the holistic health products and we're empowering people kind of with the ebay kind of mentality to sell it at whatever price that they want to they're okay, so it's got products. its own marketplace. That's cool. Yeah, it's got a marketplace. And then on the services side of things, where we allow the the people to be able to choose if they want, you know, a certain type of therapist or certain anything that's in the health realm mm. of services. I'm a Gemini. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, see, even that though. So one of the things, and I'll, 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 I'll probably it's probably my last. Uh, Nikiana Jones rant is is that um, astrology and some of these types of things, right? Like I had a friend who called me the other day and he was deeply apologetic about um, after thinking deeper and looking into the science, he was just like, I didn't even know that he was holding this type of energy, but he was just like, you know, I apologize for, you know, not not seeing, you know, astrology is like a real thing and so on and so forth. I was just like, um, I didn't even know I was that much of an advocate for it. I think I just said some things and, and it happened to trigger him. And so it's like, but when I went deeper with a lot of that stuff, though, I think right around Scorpio season is just like all super intense energy on just like, you know, astrology, this and all this. Stuff. And I was looking at it and I was like, you know, when, you know, this identity that like people create around um, the sun sign is also kind of interesting. It's also very much so like Western because it's like yes. the actuality of it is that all the moon these rising and all the, yeah yeah like, like all these things matter because we are not just like one thing right but um it's just I just think that it's it's really it's really cool how we're we're deciphering so many things and how I even understand what you're saying Nikki I don't think you understand maybe like two <laughs> years ago like you were talking about you've been down since high school college like I'm thinking it was maybe like two, three years ago is whenever like the world just like struck me and I was just like, holy, what? holy, like who are these people that I'm meeting? I'm meeting these Nickies and stuff in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> I would never even have a conversation around some of my family about anything that happened there. Like if they asked, of course, but like they don't ask because it's like energetically, they just know, like, I don't want to know. Like I don't even <laughs> go down those roads. Like I'm cool with my football 
and my right, you know, right. beer and my this and that, right? Like I told somebody their, our unicorn story, like this one friend, and she goes, "Hun, you know, like there's sometimes horses have, like sometimes animals can get like deformities. <laughs> like, you know, like sometimes like there, that maybe there was just like a deformity. And I was like, and I was just kind of like, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess we're done here. <laughs> like, I don't have to talk about that anymore with her. But, you know, it's just like, there's, there's totally a muggle world, man. It's right. Right. It exists. It exists. So thank you for, uh, yeah, thank you for all. Oh, the, my God. All the look work. at, look at what this pin. I didn't even know this. Look, this pin says, hold on. I don't think you could see it. It says Atlantis. Oh whoa yeah that's weird it's it's a big pin but it's an atlantis big pin i didn't even know that till right now when i looked at that i was like oh some weird stuff man we'll talk soon man for sure thank you okay bye